Welcome to the Axial Spondylarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyarthritis Podcast. Hope this finds everyone doing well. And today I wanted to talk about numbness, weakness in your extremities, your arms and your legs. And before I get into that, I wanted to point out uh, that again, Alex Levine, who was on the episode a few months ago on a couple different episodes, he is a personal trainer with axial spondyarthritis, and he has a fantastic YouTube channel that is available. And he put a video out the other day that was called Diagnosed with AS, Ankylosing Spondylitis, and Starting the Journey to Better Health. In this, he talks about some issues that he encountered, getting going, how to work out. And it's just, it's not a long video. It's about eight minutes long and I think you'll find that like all of Alex's videos it's very informative a good way to get yourself going get yourself motivated he doesn't start to tell you that you have to lift all these excessively heavy weights he'll show you many many exercises you can do with just you know stretching and standing and just basic moves there are some exercises that have weights involved but many many are ones you can do with anything you have around the house so I'll have a link to that video in the show notes check it out and with that let's jump in to talk a little bit about the extremities, the numbness that can happen in both arms and legs. Where I came up with the idea to do this is, remember I told you many times I'll look at what's going on in the forums to see what some of the questions are. And I've noticed a lot of questions coming through lately on uh, numbness in the extremities. One thing, and I mentioned this in a past episode, and I honestly don't remember which one, but one thing that was noticed from research on axial spondyarthritis is that the extremities, the numbness and the pain tends to be more prevalent in women than men. On average, it is more prevalent in women than men to notice this extremity pain. So if you haven't got a diagnosis and you're trying to get yourself a diagnosis of axial spinal arthritis because it's what you think that you are dealing with, make sure to let your doctor know about any pain in the extremities. That can possibly be one of the missing pieces as a, a woman that's trying to get a diagnosis with what is not presenting as a quote-unquote normal case of AS. So again, when we look at AS, we know that the bulk of the pain is generally centered around the hips and the lower back. That is probably the area where most people are going to have the majority of their pain, at least in the beginning. Not always, but generally in the beginning. So how can spondylitis cause numbness or weakness in the legs? Well, there's different types of spondylitis, and they all produce inflammation in the spine and other areas of the body. We know that that inflammation and that possible compression of the spine may have an impact on nerves along the spine. They can take that spinal cord and produce feelings of numbness or weakness in the legs. The location of the inflammation or the damage along the spine and the spinal cord may predict the type and severity of symptoms, and whether it's an arms or a legs or both. For example, degeneration of soft tissue in the neck, you know, the cervical spine, may cause weakness and a reduction in fine motor skills. You may see more pain from that in, say, arms versus legs or vice versa. 
But again, where that damage, where that inflammation is taking place can lead to an idea or a better idea, I should say, of where you're likely to see some of this weakness and numbness come into play. Spine specialists and rheumatologists use diagnostic tools like, you know, the physical exams, the x-rays, the MRIs, CT scans, EMG, nerve conduction studies, all of that to try and isolate the location of spinal damage and, you know, to recommend treatments and try to put you on a path to dealing with AS. When you're talking about axial spondyloarthritis and leg weakness, we know that as compared to peripheral spondyloarthritis, people with axial spondyloarthritis may also experience neuropathic pain, and that's pain caused by damage to the nervous system. This type of pain is characterized by sudden, sometimes spontaneous sensations like stabbing and burning and tingling or numbness, and I can certainly attest to that. As many of know, I've had multiple hip replacements, and on my third left hip replacement, they damaged the nerves in the leg. That has left me primarily with little to no feeling below the knee from outside stimuli. But I sure do get that stabbing pain. I can be sitting there and all of a sudden it just feels like some of the worst pain is ripping at my leg, even though there's no one or no nothing near it. So that nerve pain, it can just be debilitating. And that's after I take, you know, anywhere from 800 to 1600 or more milligrams of gabapentin in a given day. And that's after I take anywhere from 800 to 1600 or more milligrams of gabapentin in a given day to try and help fight that neuropathy. So with AS and leg weakness, we know that the sacroiliac joints where the pelvis meets the spine can be affected from AS, obviously. Well, it's different from person to person. You'll have some people that will all say, well, my legs are fine or my back is fine or I've never experienced leg numbness or weakness. Others will have it quite bad, um, especially if they've got any type of enthesitis involved where their tendons are inflamed as well. When AS is severe, it can cause weakness or numbness or even tingling in the legs. As the article goes on to state, rarely people with AS may develop a complication called caudine equine syndrome. In this condition, weakness, tingling, and a numbness in the legs and the feet result from swelling and pressure on the bundle of nerve roots at the end of the spinal cord. This is a very serious condition and needs immediate treatment. So if you suspect that you're having abnormally large amounts of leg weakness or pain in the legs, make sure to get in to see a doctor as soon as possible with that. One of the key things that everybody asks is how do we manage this? Is there a way to manage it? The symptoms like numbness and weakness in the legs, it can be distressing and it certainly can interfere with our quality of life. And although there is not a cure for spondylitis as we know, there are some non-surgical treatments and methods to help manage symptoms, including numbness and weakness. Spondylitis treatments that can help to alleviate some of these symptoms include medications, like I was mentioning where I take the gabapentin, physical therapy, lifestyle interventions, and surgery in some severe cases. So with medications, like we mentioned, there's things like gabapentin, Lyrica, some of these other different items, as well as NSAIDs to help reduce some of the swelling, reduce some of that inflammation, and allow some of the other medications to get in and work. You can also use a biologic. The premise of the biologic is to reduce the inflammation, which should help to bring down some of the swelling, some of the pain that's associated with, you know, these areas that are really causing you a lot of pain from the inflammation. Remember that the biologic itself 
is not a pain medication, but one of the hopeful side effects of reducing the inflammation is a reduction in pain. In short term, a doctor may use prednisone to try to help get some of your inflammation under control. Along with medication, you can use exercise and or stretching. That is one of the reasons that I like to link Alex's videos in the show notes. Alex has done so many videos on stretching. And the nice thing about stretching is you don't have to have fancy equipment. You don't have to have anything more than a desire to actually do it. So again, check out the show notes, check out the video that I posted with Alex, and then jump over to his YouTube channel to go ahead and review just all the different videos that he has to offer. With exercise, you might be done just on your own, might be done through the care of a physical therapist to help make sure that you don't hurt yourself. Key is if you're doing it on your own, consult your doctor first, and then just don't overdo it. Take it easy. You know, you didn't get into this condition in one day. You're not going to get out of it in one day. Do as much as you can do. Rest and go back at it again. Could be a little bit every day as you build up. Could be just several sessions every day. On top of the exercise, whether it be cardiovascular as well as with the stretching, include things like heat and cold therapy. For me, cold is no good. I just absolutely cannot stand it. It makes all my muscles seize up. For me, heat therapy tends to work wonders and allows me to feel much much better. Then on top of that are things like stress management. For some people, the stress of anything, day-to-day life or anything abnormal, little to no effect on their axial spondyloarthritis. For others, stress can throw you into a flare or just push that flare even to a higher level of pain. Again, as you deal with all of these, whether it be stress management, whether it be diet and exercise, medications, all of those, work with your doctor to help develop a plan that works best for you so that you are able to put yourself on that path you need. Uh, because again, we're all different. We are all going to be coming at this while we're working with the same condition. We're going to be coming at it from different angles, different needs, and different requirements. So with that, go down in the show notes, check out the link for Alex's website. I'll also have a link to this article that I pulled this information from. If you're going out and you're doing anything on Amazon, feel free to choose one of the links down below as a starting path. Won't change the prices of anything you're buying, but we'll throw a little bit back to the show. Outside of that, I wish you all a wonderful week and I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care.